Yo, before we get into this podcast, I want to ask for a huge favor from you. And that is if you have or you are getting value from this podcast, if you were to leave us a review or subscribe, it would mean the world. And quite frankly, selfishly, it's because I want to, we want to continue sharing these conversations, this medicine with the world. And when you leave a review, when you subscribe, it's a vote. And we would love to have your vote. Nonetheless, thank you so much and enjoy. Vicente Castilla, or my grandfather, is this week's guest on the podcast. And before we dive into that, I actually want to share with you a little behind the scenes of this conversation. So recently, my family and I went to Texas to see my grandfather to potentially say what could be like our final goodbye. Uh, He is approaching uh, the stage in his life where he is about to transition and it occurred to me that I didn't know as much about my grandfather as I wish that I had. We weren't super close throughout my lifespan. So when the opportunity came about to speak with him, to interview him, and I asked him you know, if he was open to it, he said yes. And that he was really open to it because he knew that this could be, you know, these, these moments are gonna be some of the last moments that we'd really get to spend together. So this conversation is, uh, I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was challenging and it was also rewarding and it was challenging from the standpoint that well one this was to be likely one of the last if not the last conversations i would have with him and because he has been uh, you know he had onset of parkinson's and dementia that experience like being with him in that i was very present to all of it and you know keeping my emotions and keeping my head in check whilst also wanting to make sure that i was asking you know appropriate questions and at the same time also struggling with wanting to have my grandfather have peace before he made his transition because one of the things that you'll notice listening to this conversation was that he was very adamant about speaking about faith and his faith and particularly his faith in in Christianity and for those of you who don't know I grew up in a Baptist Christian household And for my own reasons and going through my journey, I decided that that wasn't the path for me. I found that there were a lot of things that I personally did not resonate with, so I chose to go down a path where I sought my own truth. I sought to find what was true to me in a way that allowed me to be most loving and kind to myself and to others. And in this conversation, it was very important to him that I accepted his version of faith and belief. And you'll you'll notice that I did my absolute best to honor him with where he was at and to also honor myself with where I was at so there is this dance that occurs but what I did find was that there is a way to allow opposing ideas or beliefs to occur and to exist in the same space but also to maintain that love and to maintain that connection which is why and literally one of the reasons why this conversation was so rewarding I got to experience that firsthand but I also got to hear from his experience from his life journey what were some of his biggest regrets and most proudful moments of his life. And I wholeheartedly believe, uh, you know, listening through this, you will also get, uh, you know, great wisdom from somebody who has lived a full life. I hope you enjoy and look forward to hearing your feedback. Appreciate you doing this with me. Anytime. Mm. How you feeling? I'm feeling better than what I have the last week or two. Mm. When um, do you remember when I came to uh, what was it? I think it was Mansfield. Was that the brick house that yeah. you? Yeah. You remember when I came to Mansfield with Morgan? Yeah. I actually, I know that you did a little more like moving between your your living room and your bedroom but actually for me I remember you having more voice now than you did then you're kidding Mm-mm. because I'm not okay I can't even talk mm. I've got days that I I move my mouth but nothing comes out right now yeah. Hmm. 
But then again, I've got good days and I've got bad days. Mm-hmm. And all that has to do with Parkinson's. Mm-hmm. You have Parkinson's and Alzheimer's? Yeah. And which, is it the, the Parkinson's that impedes speech? The Parkinson's is the one that... Your speech gets worse. You stutter. Like a balance. Uh, shaking. Mm-hmm. So, 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 shaking gets so bad that get me, gets to hold my hands down. Mm-hmm. And what else? My, my, my feet freeze up on me. Your feet, your feet freeze up? Yes, that's the reason I, I can't get up. Okay. I might be able to get up and stand. Mm-hmm. But my, 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 my feet will move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it. Did, um, I, re- I think I remember hearing about when you were in the military that there was something of a relating to Agent Orange? Yes, when I was in Vietnam. We had trouble with the enemy. The, 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 the jungle was so thick that they could be right in front of you, point a gun at you and you couldn't see them. So the, the military decided to Spray devoidant. Do you know what devoidant is? What is it? Devoidant. 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 I'll tell you what it. They spray it with uh, aircraft, and within days, everything on the tree dies. Oh. So the 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 takes their cover away. And takes their cover away. Yes, and they can't hide anymore. So now you know where they are, and you can go kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, they they sprayed and the 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 spray doesn't just stay right where it's sprayed. Yes, it expands. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we we tell, hey, what's this? Oh, it's Agent Orange to default the the jungle, but it ain't gonna hurt you. Hmm. Well, after about 40 years, I got a letter saying that if I had to say this, 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 there was Agent Orange, and it went in detail explaining the military would not accept blame for it until after about 30, 40 years. They they denied the symptoms that yeah. Agent Orange caused? Yeah, well, you deal with billions of dollars. Mm-hmm. And to the government, the dollars seem to be more important than the welfare of the soldiers. Like right now, in Iraq and uh, Afghanistan, they, they've been using burn pits, I don't know what kind, but the burn pits is basically the GH2 up. And they, they, they just accept the responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now they're getting compensated. But uh, this is what it is to kill the, the, it kills the vegetation. At the expense of their own people. Yep. And then when it came time to own up to it, they wouldn't. You're right. The ones I feel sorry for are the Vietnamese. They, 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 they got to stay there. Mm-hmm. We at least were able to leave, but they stay there. It affects the babies, like the generations. The babies, yeah, generation after generation. But uh, I don't complain. Mm-hmm. I was serving my country, thinking I was doing the right thing, mm-hmm. and I was. But then with big corporations, mm-hmm. with a corrupt government, and. You, you know that they're not going to take care of you. Mm. But if, 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 if you don't go, who else is going to go? Mm. It's like you want to do your best, but at the same time, the people who are calling the shots aren't yeah. calling the shots in the best interest of everybody. You're right.
This is like right now with uh, if you were to ask an honest man, an honest general, what were the things that they could do to destroy the country? Mm -hmm. It's exactly what Biden is doing. Why, why, why would you want to put the country through uh, the things that he's putting them through? Immigration, oh, open the borders. So, uh, how is that helping us? The only the the reason they're doing it is they're hoping that all these uh, illegals that come will vote Democrat and. The, 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 they should be the only party in power for after, after all this passes by. And uh, gasoline. They're, the, 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 they're, they're, they're buying all from a dictator in Venezuela and from Iran, our sworn enemy. Why would they want to do that? And the, and the they they said that the, the, the Russia was sanctioned because of uh, because of uh, the Ukraine. They were sanctioned, but they gave a whole bunch of uh, waivers. Everything the government is doing is to destroy a country, not to help it prosper. Mm. And our country's in a pickle right now because the Democrats have both the House and the Senate, and there's and there's no way that the Republicans can pass any legislation to counter what Biden is doing. Mm -hmm. So we, 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 now we have to wait until the midterms and pray that there's enough people that are thinking with their with their mind and not with their heart because a lot of people are de de Democrats to the core regardless of what they do. And it shouldn't, it shouldn't be that way. But if, if we, we, we don't win the House and the Senate back, there will be no, no, no U.S. anymore. It's like uh, the... Uh, The 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 were just a, a candy given to the ignorant population to 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 make them think that the 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 way to go, but they they didn't give all those trillions of dollars just to be nice. They're trying to buy the vote. Everything is about buying the vote. Mm -hmm. Got it. Uh, s switching directions a little bit. I am, I'm 26 now. And as I imagine you've had time to reflect on your life and memories and experiences that you've had. I'm curious from your vantage point, if you were 25 again, what would be the wisdom or the information or what would you share with your 25-year-old self? Not to do any of the things that I did. Uh, oh, I was your typical... Sergeant, I was a cursor. I uh, was a drunk and many other things that, that, that I did. I didn't think about my family first. Mm. I didn't think about the well-being of my family. I thought about me. And, and the, 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 the way I was brought up. What I mean by that, my dad and his family had a cliche, everything for me. Mm -hmm. 
the priority in their life was take care of yourself first and then if there's anything left for anybody else to. But with with Gammy praying and, and being the example, Christian example that she is, she was so nice to me that I I just couldn't live with myself being the 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 the, the, the person that I was. So I made a a decision that I was going to pray for God to guide me and change me. Mm-hmm. Because at the time I I I could care less what anybody thought of the things that 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 that, that, that I was doing. Mm-hmm. If it pleased me, that's all that mattered. Mm-hmm. Regardless of what I heard. And if it wasn't for God, I would never have changed. Mm-hmm. But uh, I started reading scripture with no preconceived notions of what it is. Just what it says and what a lot of people don't realize is uh, scripture is a history book written by, 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 by people of the time inspired by the Holy Spirit and if you, if you, really, if you really get into it it'll speak to you but I know I know God is real. I know Jesus is real. It's recorded history, not not, not, not fables. Mm-hmm. And putting my faith in Him, I'm a I'm a better person, knowing that I'm going to heaven when I die. Mm-hmm. It's like even the the nurses that come in here. I joke with them. I I make them laugh and whatever. Mm-hmm. And they say, do you, you know you're dying, right? Yeah. And, but you don't seem worried about it. I said, no, because I know where I'm going. So how do you know? The, 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 the Bible tells you so. And all you got to do is read scripture. And accept it for what it is, it's a history book. It's like picking up a book of George Washington. He said, no, I don't believe it. Why not? Well, I just don't believe it. If it's it's a true history book, it's it's correct. But then again, I'm I'm not so ignorant that I take everything as a fact. Mm. I prove it with with, with the Bible. You, you've got uh, books that, 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 that were written a thousand years before the next one or 500 years or whatever. And the subjects they talk about, they, 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 they coincide with one another. They never contradict one another. And I, I used to be the kind that uh, people would come to the door trying to witness, mm. and, I, and I would invite them in and harass them and tell them I was a Jehovah Witness. I mean, I, I was a, you, 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 your typical atheist. But uh, as the saying goes, I saw the light. But uh, what advice would I give uh, myself? Think about others first. Then think about how you affect others. Think about what Jesus did on the cross. Hmm. The one without sin, the creator of the world, God himself, went to the cross to die for you and for me. Hmm. And the Bible says that life is but a vapor. It's here and then it's gone. I'm 76 and now I, I look at 76 and it's like, it just happened overnight. 
And whatever you do is gonna follow you the rest of your life. My 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 happiest times, as I remember, is is when uh when we were missionaries, and we're going from church to church to church to church, preaching and seeing people getting saved, knocking on doors and seeing people break down and get saved. Even I compare that with going out to wars and getting drunk and getting into fights. Oh, what did I get out of that? Nothing, just, 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 just bad situations for for my family. Mm. But uh, like I said, the happiest part of my life was serving God. Before I do anything, <laughs> major. <laughs> I consult with God. Mm. I talk to him the way I'm talking to you. And then I consult my wife. And if I'm a, if I'm agreeing with God, or if God doesn't agree with me, I'll do it. But if it's not, I won't. Hmm. Because there, 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 there's a lot of things that I'd like to do that are not right, that are against God. And my, my body, my flesh wants to taste a little bit of what I was forbidden. But I, I, can't, I, I can't live with myself hmm. if I go against God because I know what he did for me and why he did it for me. And if he was willing to give up the splendor of heaven, the majesty of heaven, to come down and go to the cross and shed his blood and his for, for, for the sins of the whole world, who am I not willing to sacrifice? What is in my, in the Bible says, why don't you know that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you and you are not your own? You were born with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. So, I'm not really sacrificing anything that, that belongs to me because my body, my spirit, my soul don't really belong to me. Mm-hmm. What I'm doing is trying to live according to what God wants me to live in this body. And I'm satisfied, I'm satisfied with that. If I believe it, there's no way that, 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 that I would be the way that I am. I will, I will continue trying to live for, for, for myself. Hmm. Hmm. I'm hearing that it's really important to consider others when making any decision of the flesh, especially yes. when it impacts others. How is it going to Like, what, what are you, Jared, do right now? Or however decisions you made in your life, mm-hmm. to follow, to believe, or whatever, mm-hmm. it's going to affect your kids mm-hmm. and generations on down the line. If you made right decisions, not on what you want, but what does God want, it'll be okay. But if you make decisions for what you want, the the the, the majority of the time is wrong, and your your decision is gonna affect you, your wife, your in-laws, your parents, your brother, your sisters, mm-hmm. your children, your children's children. So. We, to take life seriously and be aware that everything we do affects those around us mm-hmm. and then it spreads like a leaven. So it's very important not to make decisions just because it feels good in the moment. Yeah. For this is why this is what I believe, or this is what I want. 
why face? You, you, for example, why, 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 why do you want to respect your parents? Because it's right. Because the, because the Bible tells you so. But if you're a teenager, and if you weren't brought up right, there's, there's no respect for parents or for anybody else. And as you grow up, you end up influencing your friends and your kids again. If you didn't respect your parents more likely, you, your kids won't be respecting you. And you wonder, how did I end up with kids like this? <laughs> Look at the mirror. <laughs> So it's very, 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 very important. Every decision you make in your life, to, to not take it lightly. Mm. Is there a specific, and at any point, if any of the questions that I ask, uh, you'd prefer not to respond to, feel free to just say, I prefer uh, not I, to respond I, I to won't. that. Okay. Is there a particular moment or memory that you have where you felt a specific moment where you're like, man, I wish I had done that differently, or I wish I could take that back. Take my life, listen, there's a hundred episodes. <laughs> 99.9, I wish I hadn't done it. Mm. You will be surprised at the things that I've done. that I shouldn't have done. And yes, a lot of it has had to do with my environment. And my, my mother kicked me out of the house when I was 13, 14, because I confronted her with things that she was doing that she wasn't supposed to do. And I, I, I grew up with a lot of hate, a lot of hate. And uh, that hatred, turns into into action, into reactions on, on the things that you do and how you believe. But about 99% of my life, I wish I could redo again. But you can't live in the past. Mm -hmm. And then that, that was one of the things I had to confront. Okay, fine. You, you grew up in a bad environment. You, you, your mother disowned you, kicked you out of the house. Your dad didn't, didn't defend you. It's on them. And it's on me too for how I acted. But this either continues or it's gotta come to an end. Mm -hmm. And there's gotta be a change. A change for the better. A change based on a firm foundation, which is God. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, 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 don't complain when God comes and smacks you down. Mm -hmm. And he will. I, uh, at one point in my life, I was sitting on top of the world as far as I was concerned. We had a brand new house. How old were you? Ish. Oh, shucks, uh, <laughs> 35. Okay. 36. You had a new house? We had a new house, a new car. We had run in the bank. My wife was working, Cindy was working. We had the kids in Christian schools, even though I, was, uh, I wasn't practicing. I, 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 I was living a lie. And, uh, I was so arrogant and so narcissistic that I told God verbally, I don't want to do anything with you anymore. What do you do is pester me about sin. I enjoy everything I'm doing and I don't want to hear from you anymore. I literally told him that. It wasn't but a couple of months later that they found my aneurysms yeah, my left eye. I they 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 discharged me with a with a fifty percent disability. 
Our pay went from what at the time from four thousand to about fifteen hundred dollars a month. Mm -hmm. I filed bankruptcy. Oh, well, wasn't the promotion just to get promoted to to sergeant for uh, for sergeant? I, I, but I I had to stay in so so long, but I couldn't stay in because of my medical. So I lost my promotion. If I would have gotten the promotion, I, well, uh, I would have been in charge of a big part of Western Texas and part of New Mexico. But I, I told God I didn't want him. It's just fine. Mm -hmm. I, I'll leave you alone. And then? Anyway, yeah. Uh, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy, it's easy to talk to God in a godly way, and He'll bless you. And it's easy and ignorant to talk to God in a dis in a dis disrespectful way, and then He will not allow you to get away with it. There are repercussions. Yep. If you don't want to believe in Him, that's okay. He's not going to force you. Mm-hmm. But there will be. Questions through you or down, 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 down the line in, in, with your children, grandchildren. Mm -hmm. But uh, I try to be very careful with my decisions. I can always try, 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 try to base them on scripture. And how is this going to affect those around me? Mm -hmm. Like right now, and I'm not saying this with a big head, but every everybody here tells me that, that me and Gammy are the greatest patients, and we're so godly, and we're this and we're that, and whatever. But if you were going back back to my 30s, even 40s, people that really knew me, because I, a lot of people know that. Knew, knew me, but they, 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 you know, they knew the lie that I was living. Mm. Like the mask? Yeah. And they, they were telling the truth. They, 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 they would tell you that they, they wouldn't like me very much. Mm. So the difference is, uh, I'm affecting people who have come here. And so, so, so they're, they're, they're the foot of the... On the bed. Well, I turn a, a conversation into talking to Jesus enough that I punch him to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy with that. Whereas before, I'd be trying to let's go get, get drunk, let's go ahead and do this and do that, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So there's a big difference. And the the Lord blesses every day with little miracles. Mm. And we know it's, it's Him. But it's like a, 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 having a check-ins account. Mm. How, how, how much can you get out of the check? How much did you put in? Same thing with God. Mm. How, how, how much is God going to bless you? Well, what have you done for me? Nothing. And guess what? You get nothing. Mm -hmm. Or or you get something, but it'll be negative. Mm. I mean, that's stone-cold facts. People that complain against God have never served Him. And if they have, they thought that because they served Him, that things should should be going better than what they are. But life is life. You can be the best Christian around and your life can be in shambles. And then they'll blame God for it, but if, if they take that uh, mirror and then look at their life, they realize that the the, the 
the way life has turned out has been maybe you have changed but God doesn't forget and he will chastise you the only ones the only ones we need to blame is that person in the mirror nobody else not your mom, your dad, your brothers, and nobody, only yourself. Is I figured that uh, I am in this condition due to the fact I saw some of the things that I did. So why should I say, God, why do you have me like this? And if I'm honest with myself, I'll listen to myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have you done to cause you to become like this? So... We don't want to blame ourselves when there's fortunes to reap, but we want to blame God when things go wrong. Yeah. It sounds like you acknowledge that if you think back even to your 30s and 40s that there is there, there was the image that you were projecting and people think, oh, how godly. But you knew the reality and being able to know the reality of, in your own eyes, who you were being when you looked at the man in the mirror, that it wasn't in alignment with what you believed God would want of you as his, as his child. And that part of it maybe was... At, I, go ahead. Uh, with with time and I imagine with a lot of love from Gammy from family and other sources that you were able to come to a place where you feel more confident in your place with God that's exactly it the thing is when I go to church I listen to the same sermons that everybody else would listen mm-hmm. and it would prick my heart but not enough to cause me to change. But the 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 the, the Holy Spirit in Revelation three twenty says, Behold I sit at the door and knock. If anyone hear my voice and open the door, I will come into him and suffer with him and he with me. He says, I'm here. I'm here. You know, talk to me, fellowship with me. And and when I say that that the Holy Spirit was bothering me, that that, that is his job to convict you. And the conviction got so bad that I, I just couldn't take it anymore. But thinking back now, I mentioned any reasons. Uh, back in around the 34, 35 years old, I started getting some super headaches. Right behind my left eye. They gave me CAT scans, all kinds of scans, and they couldn't come up with anything. Mm-hmm. Finally, one day, a neurologist, a colonel, they decided to give me an angiogram, you know what an angiogram? They go through your groin, up through your body, up through your heart, and they stop around here somewhere and shoot fluorescent dye. And I remember the doctor said, there's a problem. They say there's a vein. It's supposed to be straight. Mm-hmm. But instead of being straight, it was just like this. Had a, uh, had a curve. Uh, he had a bulge. Okay. A weak spot. And that weak spot was, you know, can get larger, can stay the same depending on what you do. Anyway, when they told me, they told me, you know, you got six months to live. It's, it's inoperable. It's right, 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 right behind your left eye. It's inoperable. 
and uh, you, you you can die right now or sometime between now and the next six months. Uh, of of uh, of any combat, not face combat, and it's scary as all get out. But it didn't scare me, you know, knowing that, that I was going to die, which I should have been because I wasn't saved. But I went back to my room and got on my knees, and I knew what God was doing that, because of the conversation I had with him, and he was letting me know, I'm giving you something that even doctors can't hear. And I can cause a vein to explode at any moment. And you're a goner. I went back, I, I apologize, et cetera, et cetera. And that's when my life started changing. Mm -hmm. When I tried, should I say, it still took another couple of years to get away from, from a lot of my chunk. But uh, about. Uh, I'm just because I'm not sure about six, seven years ago. They, they, they gave me a body scan and found underneath me behind my other eye. That's why I've got one on my left and one on my right. Mm -hmm. Either one of them can kill me. But, uh, I lost track. You were telling me about the the veins between your eyes and that you could have died and you spoke with God and you realized that you were it occurred to you that you weren't saved. Oh yes. Anyway. Everything has consequences. Mm-hmm. Positive blessings or negative curses. Mm-hmm. And when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of you, he gets a hold of you. And you come to the point that you realize, hey, I've been wrong. It's not easy, it's not easy to accept. Mm -hmm. I've been wrong. I've betrayed a lot of people by my actions. And, uh, It started to face up to the music. And either change or continue the way you're going. Mm. And thank God I just had to do it to change. And then and, uh, I'll be asleep and I'll feel something or somebody just come and rub my leg. And I think those were angels or the Holy Spirit or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel His presence all over me all the time. Beautiful. I feel like I'm already getting a finger on the pulse here, but what would you say that you value most in life? Salvation. Hmm. Salvation. It's like I, uh, I hallucinate a lot. I see people standing there trying to, 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 trying to get a mind on it. Just, you know. But they won't even come near me. And that, I think, is the devil. Hmm. Trying to get, get, get me to be scared or say, or sort of doubting that there is a God. But I know there is, and all I do is pray, and they're gone. But, uh, I pray that whatever it is that we've talked about or anything that I might have told you might help you the journey of life. Mm. 
we can always make better decisions. somebody we influence somebody mm-hmm. it's like uh, your cousin Zachary he might not say very much but I know he's looking at you because he admires you he likes what he sees and whatever it is you're doing it is a way he's going to try to mimic not that you want him to but he will if it's good, glory to God. If it's bad, we'll warn you because you're the one that let him do that. And we are an influence, a good or a bad influence, but we are. There, there, there's no way to get away from it. What would you say was one of the best decisions you ever made in your life? And why? Getting saved. Hmm. Back to your salvation. Back to my salvation. Mm-hmm. Everything is focused on my salvation. So it brought you back? Yep. Do you feel, whether metaphorically or literally, that that was probably one of the single most important decisions you made to move you in the direction of heaven versus hell? No. No? It's the most important, the most important decision. Yes, you're one of the most important, yes. You're right, but I want to get everything away. Not one of the, it's the most important decision in my life. To get me back to where I am supposed to be in God. Do you understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's the foundation. It's like the simple verse. A house was built upon sand. Mm-hmm. And the rains came and beat, beat up on it. And the house fell down. Because there was no foundation. That's the salvation. Yep. And then another one beat a house upon a rock. And the hurricanes came and tornadoes came. And the house was still standing white. Because it was built upon a rock, Jesus. Hmm. And the last thing, they, the, the last thing they say once is for a person to, to to start wanting to know more about Christ. The, 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 there have been many men, atheists. I mean, real atheists. Intelligent atheists. They they set out to disprove the Bible, and in trying to disprove it, they ended up believing and ended up getting saved. And my my goal in life is to try and influence as many of my grandchildren unto salvation as I can. Mm-hmm through the power of the Holy Spirit. Because here we are. I used to be a pastor and an evangelist. All three went to one another. But can you imagine the burden that I have? I know that I've got... You have made me, you have made me some children that are not saved. Mm-hmm. I know I've got some grandchildren that are not saved. Mm-hmm. And my prayer every night is, Lord, open their eyes, soften their hearts, because once they die, they will be in hell. And a person will say, I don't believe in hell. Whether you believe in it or not, it's real. And it's going to be very real when you're screaming down there in pain and agony for all eternity. What is one thing in your life that you wish that you could have gotten to do but didn't get to? 
being a bigger influence with, with my children, grandchildren. I wish that we wouldn't have had to move so often. It's like a, an example of Zachary. Mm -hmm. I love Zachary the same way that I love you and all of you. But Gabby used to take care of Zachary. And she would continue doing it if we were to move. But now, because we, we had to move. I, uh, I think if we would have been around more, the second would have turned out the way that he did. Because he would have had Gammy's influence. But I had to respond to my calling. And I'm always thinking, what can I say? What can I do to influence those around me mm -hmm. so that they will accept Christ as Savior? There's only so much I can do. Mm -hmm. I can pray, but the individual is responsible for his destiny. Mm -hmm. I'm responsible for praying for them, mm -hmm. for being a good influence. But they're ultimately responsible for the decision that they make or don't make. And what I'm hearing is that it's a couple things. One is you wish that you had been able to have maybe more time and more of an impression on your kids' and grandkids' life. And also the acknowledging that in doing your best to be the type of father and grandfather that you feel perhaps God has called you here to be, you can do all of that in the name of the Lord. And at the end of the day, it'll always come down to who we choose to be, the actions that we choose to take. You've got it correct. There's a man here that uh, he believes in God, his dog. He thinks his dog is God. And I don't tell him you're dumb or you're no. I witness him and witness him in his own way, at his level. And either he, he really believes that which is, he's, he's healing up in hell. Or he's trying to get attention from people. Mm -hmm. But regardless of what it is, I'm doing my part, Gabby's doing her part, and there's a lot of other people here doing their part, praying for him. But when he dies, He's going to be confronted by the real God. And it will be a laughing matter. But it's very important that, that, that we continue praying for those, for those that we know are lost. We might think that they're lost. Very important. Like I say, I'm projecting the real me now. Mm -hmm. And it's a, it's a blessed projection of who I am. Mm -hmm. And I pray that I, I know I have influence a lot of people here to get saved. So it's getting me walks the hallways of my two or three times a day for 30, 40 minutes of each time. Trying to see who's walking out there. And if, it, if it comes to that, you know, she'll pray with for their needs, mm -hmm. or explain salvation to them, explain a verse or whatever. But everybody in this facility knows what we stand for. And we're not in your face, you know, you know, I'm better than you because 
because I'm saved or you're going to hell. No, in a loving, thankful way. Mm-hmm. And then they know that we have conversation other than Jesus, but eventually he's going to come back to Jesus. Mm-hmm. What would you say in your life that you were most proud of? Leading people to Christ. That is something that uh, some soldiers would kill for. What is it? The soldier's medal. What does it mean? You've heard of the Congressional Medal of Honor? Yeah. Mm hmm. The Commissioner Medal of Honor is given during wartime. Mm-hmm. That's the highest award you can get for heroism during peacetime. The Soldier's Medal? Yes. Is the highest medal you can get during peacetime? For heroism. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that gets you promotions. That gets, it gets you special privileges. Mm-hmm. Hey, am I proud of it? Yes, I am proud of it. But winning somebody to Christ is my, my, my most important accomplishment. That, that I'm able to not be afraid to talk to people, be willing to accept ridicule or insult, because not, not everybody is nice. But it goes back to salvation. I know what I got to offer. The Holy Spirit gives me the words. And then it's up to the individual. But the most important thing that I've ever done or ever will do is lead somebody to Christ. Even more important than your soldier's medal. It's uh, the, so, uh, the soldier's medal doesn't measure up to nothing mm-hmm. spiritually. Can't take that with you. No. You, 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 when you get transferred to a base or to another base, before you get there, the first sergeant gives you records and you use them. And they see that on there. They already have a preconceived notion of what type of individual you And subconsciously, they know that they're going to try to promote you mm-hmm. ahead of the others. Mm-hmm. It's like a seniority. Yep. But I'm waiting for the for the crown of thorn, the 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 crown. Crown of Thorns? No, 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 the Crown of Jewels that God's going to give you. Oh, the Crown of Jewels. A jewel for everybody that you, that, that, that you led to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And then you take it off and put it at his feet. But, uh, everything in life should revolve around the Scriptures. And don't take me wrong, I have a lot of faults yet, and I'll never be perfect. Mm -hmm. But one thing I can say, I'm trying. Mm -hmm. Doing your best. Yep. When people think about you, what would you like them to remember you most for? My, uh, a well account says it all. S-O-L-W-N-R. Repeat that, I didn't hear that. S-O-L. S-O-L. W-N-R. W-N-R. Soul winner. Soul winner. Is that what you said? Yep, that's my AOL account. <laughs> your, your AOL soul winner? Yep. I love that. <laughs> and if they don't remember anything, if they can remember me witnessing to somebody in their family, I'll give you an example. 
I was in Houston preaching in a church, and these young men are from McAllen. This one we used to be in, in the McAllen area. Came up to me and told me that uh, his grandmother was very sick, and would I please go see his grandmother and see if she's safe? I told him yes. We, we had a couple of other churches to visit. We went back to McAllen, and he had literally slipped my mind to go see his grandma. Mm -hmm. Anyway, about three or four days after we got back to McAllen, there's a knock on the door. That young man, it's brother Castillo. Do you remember me? Yes, I do. And I got it out of my throat. Says, did, did you did did you find out about if my grandma was saved? Says no, I didn't. I I didn't place enough priority on it to remember yeah. or even put it on my calendar. And that bugs me to know anyone though I can't do nothing about it. Yeah. But because I didn't make it a priority. Either consciously or really subconsciously. That lady probably died and went to hell. Mm -hmm. And I could have prevented it. And you feel like Maybe. you have to live with that? I have to. Mm -hmm. But then, uh, that's a red light. Every time that the Lord tells me to talk to somebody, I don't put it off. Mm -hmm. I do it. No regrets. What is one weird or unique thing about you that most people don't know? Let me think. Everybody that knows me from the past and from the present, whatever. Mm -hmm. One thing that they know about me is that I'm a man's man. <laughs> One thing that a lot of can't see me is crying. I cry just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And I don't try to hide my tears. I mean, I don't find very, 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 very many situations that I cry for. Great spirit, thank you for giving me and my family the opportunity to spend some very important, precious moments with Gamps in his journey and being able to share love, share connection in a very important way before he transitions and spends his next form of existence and all that is. Thank you for giving us these precious moments. Father good in heaven, I come to you, Father, in the name of my Savior, Jesus Christ, with one request that you make Jesus a focal point of Jewish thinking. That you will remind him about this conversation. Not about me or about him, but about Jesus. How important it is. How drastic it is to make a decision. Open his heart. Mold his heart, Father, to be receptive. I put him in your hands, Lord. Christ's name, I pray, amen.
Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks for tuning in. Please subscribe and share this with your people. Big love, fam.